Come on, man, cheer up. World's gonna end in 10 minutes anyway. You must be so pleased. <laughs> I mean, I followed your jelly bean trail right here like a good little chump. Welcome back to Troglodyte Podcast. I am Loki Jesse. With me as always. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> With me as always is. Hi guys, it's Tim. Tim. He, he like cued me before we started, like hyped up the. Hey, yeah. This is how I'm going to do it. It's going to be seamless. <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, I did. Instantly. <laughs> Actually, we should, we should just. We should have done some practice runs. Yep, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, this is February, Jesus and um, our um, we get that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before whoa, 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 we, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, sorry, <laughs> so excited. We got some. We're getting some good feedback off our um Akira episode and uh, uh Seven Samurai. Fuck yeah! So that's awesome. Uh, keep it on coming, and I probably um in our probably mid February we'll launch the Patreon. So. This is what I got cooking, and we're gonna. I'm gonna put like you know some like you know little reviews, a diary of my life. If people want to read that, how my how it's going on tick TikTok, how it's going on Tinder and Hinge and all those dating apps. Jesus well, we're in February, and it's like the the month of love and stuff. Yes, and definitely. Yeah, um, I, I ain't gonna have no Valentine. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Yeah, to hear those rants that we, we put at the end of the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to love those rants. Yeah. But, um, what else? Oh, yes. So, this month, are you going to go um, sometime? Well, it's only going to be here for like two weeks or so, that uh, Paranero Cirque or Cirque. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they're gonna have like a it, okay. It's a it's a circus. Okay, yes. Paranormal circus, I don't, and they want to see it all like like circus Olay, but like it's paranormal circus or circus, whatever. Uh huh. But it's like my friends invited me, and I'm gonna go. I'm not going. But yeah, I'm just like. So they got rid of the animals. They have to do something. Oh, so it's actually like a uh, circus Olay. It's gonna be, but it's gonna be like like Harvard theme. Hmm. With like chainsaws, like sexy girls getting clads uh-huh. and um sawing people in half. How do you know they're gonna be sexy? Huh? Well, because I saw the little trader on their website. Pervert. What? Yeah, I'm single man. <laughs> Unlike you who's, you know, bought and chain. Happily they, married. Happily married, first of all. So happy. Extremely. Yes, you're so happy. You radiate with joy. Very, very, very. Like you were, very, like you know, like you're already, like you know, living the married life. You know, like the very, Mexican yeah. married life. You know, like on the weekend cooking the carne asada. I actually did. <laughs> I saw the pictures on your Instagram. Definitely. <laughs> no invite. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And I think I would, I would probably be bored. <laughs> Everybody would be outside. I would just be in this, inside watching TV. Yeah, I just stayed at home. <laughs> Oh man! But yes, the this the paranormal circus is going to be in town um, uh-huh. in, in the middle of February or so. I think it's around Valentine's Day. It looks okay. I'm I'm not that excited of going, but I'm going to go anyway just to do something different. Definitely, let me know if, uh, if, if it's worth it. Yeah. Well, well, it was worth it that you should go. Um, 
God, gonna break the illusion. But we're still in January. And if you can, you should go see the Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Definitely. Or I have the DVD if you want to borrow the DVD. I haven't given you back your other DVD. I know. I forgot to tell you about that I earlier. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I keep forgetting I, to I ask think, you about I think it. it might be in my car. It might be. might not be. But, okay, so let's go back to February because <laughs> we were in January. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, we keep going back and forth. We're, hey, we're time traveling. Yep. We're, okay, yeah. So the Patreon's going to have reviews. We, we're going to try and throw in like a Doctor Who review every now and then on there. Oh, definitely. And maybe once I get an episode together, I'll throw it up there first for a day before I release it to the public. I like that. And, um, you know, the, the, the tiers so will probably just start like as, off as a dollar. Or if you want to donate more, go for it. Because, you know, you could uh, help the podcast keep going. Um, you know, the, the money, the funds will just be going out to the podcast. So support the show. The hosting duties, if you want to do merchandise, posters, you know, if you want to see, you know, like vivid pictures of Tim or um, or vivid pictures of me. Or um, if you want to, like, tell us, like, you know, what film to see, even if we've done it, you know, we'll do it up there. So definitely by mid-February, we'll have our Patreon up and running and y'all could be in a position to help the shows. And we'll give, we'll mention, we'll get, we'll give out your, we'll shout out your name. We'll give you and a little the, shout out. Yeah, and the show credits in the in the show notes. And also like we'll randomly pick somebody's name out. And you know All of see, them. Say, say, say how cool you are. How cool you or like, you know, you could tell us, you know, we'll do like the Sam Kedinson thing, you know, you tell us, you know, your your ex that you know ruined you and like, yeah. you know, we'll bitch out their your ex. Definitely. They're in the shit list. Yeah. They're in the shit list. We'll give you a free one. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob. I don't know if you're out there, Bob, but we miss you. Hey, Bob. Um. So, okay. This episode was my pick. Yes. And I chose Strange Days. And, yeah, this is a tough one. Not tough, but, like, you know, just um, for warning. Um, there is going to be discussions about, um, racism and sexual assault. So, um, if that is not something you're, um, comfortable hearing, you can go ahead and just skip this episode. Or if you want to, like, fast forward some of those parts, go for it. Um, we won't maybe making fun of those subjects. We'll we'll be nice about it. Yeah, we'll be nice about it. But, like, you know, but we are going to discuss some elements that happen in the film. But what did you think of it? I thought it was a good movie. Yes, it was. It was. It's weird because this was directed by Kate Bigelow and written by her husband at the time, James Cameron. And there's what? Huh? What? Yeah. Her husband was James Cameron and he wrote he he was the originator of this idea. Holy shit. Yeah. Where do I know him from? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, James Cameron was the assistant, you know, special effects for Star Wars. Now I'm fucking with you. <laughs> he, but he did work for um, uh, Roger Corman before he went on to do his own thing. Uh, I think it was in Forbidden World, or there was another. We'll stick when, like, he got a start off from James Corman. Sorry, Roger Corman. Oh, respect, respect. But yes, like James Cameron got this idea. I forgot how. He, no, he got this idea. Like some of the, and I don't think you were born at this time. No, definitely not during the whole um the 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 L.A. riots because yes. of the Rodney King verdict. Yeah, 
um, and then also like other elements that were inspired him to kind of like write a, a treatment for the script, but also like all the other um, sci-fi um, ish elements. I forgot where he got those from. I think it was definitely well ba- balanced. Yes, totally well balanced. And uh, before we go any forward, bleh, further, further, yes, big word. Um, so that here's the synopsis plot plot summary as much as I can take. Um, spoilers ahead of time. Hey, yeah. So, um, Strange Days tells a story. Um, takes place between the year. Uh, well, takes place in December thirtieth to what? You're distracting me. With? No, no, keep on, keep on. <laughs> you distracting me. Um, it takes place within two days of December thirtieth up to the thirty first. It star um, it stars Ray Fiennes as Lenny. Who is basically um, a dealer, but he deals in selling people's memories with this technology, um, with mini discs, where you basically um, with a squib, where basically it basically records your memory, and you get to sell those um, visions, those memory clippings to other. He sells them to other people. He buys mem- people's memories and he sells them to other people to experience different things. Um, did I say this was set in 1999? So this is kind of like of an alternate future where... Y2K. Yeah, Y2K. And it, this film wasn't made in 1995, so it was kind of like sort of predicting some things. But anyway, the time is... Uh, the setting is Los Angeles. It is a time of a lot of riots. Um, uh, just... I oh got I'm so messed up. Thing. Anyway, he gets a disc about um, somebody... Um, I got. He gets a disc of somebody videotaping themselves uh, raping somebody else, and then which leads him down a rabbit hole, which leads back to his ex Faith, who is hooked up with uh, like a creepy music exec. His best friend Max is her bodyguard. He tries to solve the mystery. He sent him that tape. While also he is being assisted by his uh, friend Mace, played by Angela Bassett. Who uh, harbors feelings for him, but resents uh, Lenny for sending people's experience. And throughout the whole film, it's a mystery and a thriller with a with a sci-fi uh, film noir or yeah cyberpunk thriller kind of feel to it. Yeah. And um, okay, let's just get into it now. I totally don't know where to go. Uh, I should have wrote this down. It, it definitely felt very uh, um, Blade Runner. Yes. But like a little like less on the sci-fi and more on the kind of like that cop feeling of it. Yes. Uh, it, it, Ray Fiennes definitely plays the, the villain character very yeah. well. So I think when he's given a chance to be kind of like, because he wasn't even really a hero in this one. He's more of like an anti-hero in that side. He, he was an anti like The hero was basically Angela Bassett. Yeah, definitely. And, well, Mace. Yeah. Her character was the, the hero of the film. And it was just so, like, like he was, I don't, like, oh, God, like, Ray Fiennes is the perfect anti-hero. I, just the way he's able to be sleazy. Yeah. Like, salesman, car salesman, like, you know, always looking for an angle, always looking for an out. It's hard to think that he was a cop before, before you know, in the film, in the yeah. film's history. 
in the film's story, like he was an ex-cop that got kicked off the force, but just the way he is, it's hard to imagine that he was a cop before. Just with his whole character, just the way he, he is, he's all like, you know, always looking for that big score or like, you know, uh, what's the word? Just, you know, fuck, there's a word for it. Not a, it's not a big score, but it's like opportunity. Yeah. He's always looking for an opportunity. But, you know, he's stuck in the past also because he's always, yeah. um, you know, looking at those old videos of him and his girlfriend, Faith, played by Judy Lewis. Yeah. And, yes, this film also takes, like, a lot from the, um, the femme fatale. Okay. Yeah, because, like, Judy Lewis was the femme fatale in this one. Okay. Like, she's the... You know, like I really wouldn't say that, but okay. <laughs> well, what would you say? She was kind of there. I I think <laughs> she was definitely the worst actor. Like, no offense, but she's definitely the worst actor in the cast. Really? Yes. That's funny because I, like I one of the reviews I read when I was at work was uh, somebody mentioned that her and Tom Sizemore were miscast. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why Tom Sizemore, but. Uh, Juliet Lewis, I could kind of see where you're coming, but like, at, it's just like at, at this time, like she was just coming off, uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Kate Fear, you know, Kate Fear was like her first, so like it's Just Till Dawn, and then Natural Born Killers. So, excuse me, she was just coming off of those first. She was, she was, I, I think she was surrounded by really, really good actors. Yeah, and she just. She just felt like the, like the 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 weakest link. Really, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Angela I, Bassett. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yes. I, I feel like Vincent D'Onofrio didn't even really talk in this movie, and he still like was better at expressing. I did not know Vincent D'Onofrio was in this film. Like when I first saw this film, I didn't know who Vincent D'Onofrio was yeah. until, fuck, when did he get in my radar? I think it was in that movie, The Cell, with Jennifer okay. Lopez, and then in um, I mean, and then Full, in, Metal, uh, Full Metal, Metal Jacket, but well, Full Metal Jacket, yeah, but I um, I didn't grow. Well, I did grow up with Full Metal Jacket, but like I wasn't too into it. Like some people are. Uh-huh. Like I know the lines and stuff, <laughs> but I think I watched like the first twenty minutes of Full Metal Jacket, and the rest of it was just boring. I yeah, like <laughs> I I think everybody knows like the like the first quarter of the movie where with vincent d'onofrio yeah and then everything else just goes to shit yes i i totally agree i think everybody only sees full metal jacket up until the point yeah. where vincent d'onofrio kills the sergeant and himself yeah and i think everybody stops I mean, watching dude, afterwards i mean just at spoilers by the way i mean we already said it but the end of the fucking movie with with uh, in strange days when he's dragging his fucking like oh, yeah. partner and he's trying to kill uh, Angela Bassett yeah. and Ray Fiennes and he's covered in blood was probably the best thing I've seen him do. And I feel like this movie isn't really that famous. I, I It's not, dude. It's very, it, it's like so like under the radar. Yeah. Like the, they, uh, cause Kate Bigelow has been like, she always, she has really good fucking movies under she, her belt, by the she way. She always knocks it out of the park. Yeah. And her films, uh, ex, like, most of her films don't get that much recognition. Like, they, well, like, Hurt Locker did. 
But after Hurt Locker, it was Detroit, and it didn't really get that much buzz. Yeah. But, but like, even, like, when her early... Zero Dark 30. Yes. Oh, and even her early... Whenever early films near dark, which we should probably do again, because I've done that film twice already, and I think you would like that, because it's... Okay. It's, again, it's, you know, it's Kate Bigelow, and she's using people that work with her husband in that film. So, she is a great director. And... It's weird. Okay, so now we gotta. I gotta mention us because they. They. I. I read in the interviews and reviews, but they were saying that if um if it was a male that directed this film, and with when it came to like the the rape and the over sexualized, uh-huh. if they 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 it, probably would have been a bastardized. Okay, and like said so like you know like oh a typical man like does this, but the fact that uh Kate Bigelow was able to do this. But also, how can I? It, it sounds bad when I say this, but she knew how important those scenes were to the story, and yeah, she didn't I mean, it was, like it, it was handled. It was handled as it, not not as in like something sexual, because a lot of movies will will glamorize that, it. Will glamorize it definitely. Yeah. Um, this was it 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 especially everybody else was just like, I mean, instantly uh, Ray Fine's character yeah. uh, Lenny sees it. He fucking just throws up. Yes. It, it was done. It was given the proper way of doing. Like this is a bad thing. Everybody kept saying a deranged person did yeah. this, and it's it's um, it's weird. How can I say? It? Why do I say? It? I say it's weird because it's like he's supposed to be, you know, his character supposed to be like real sleazy. Yeah, like anything for a buck. But even yeah. he like has morals. So yeah, he, even definitely. he says himself he doesn't. He's do... like I don't do this type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Angela Bassett's character instantly goes like, "Well, it's fucking you, bud. Like, yeah, like you're the one that fucking does this. Someone's probably just trying to get you this." And it's like, "No, dude. Like, yeah. I don't do this stuff." Yeah, it's not. And but also, like other, like I don't know. Oh god, because like I don't, I try to stay. Oh no, it cringes me when I see films that have to deal with rape. I get a little cringy, especially some of those okay. exploitation films, because yeah. sometimes it does some films. Some some films do glamorize the rape, yes. and so, uh, rape culture, you know, has begun been until the Me Too movement. It's been you know glamorized yeah. by TV and film. Yeah, it's so always it, like move the story. Yeah, the sexual assaults of women is is, is is no joke. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean we we can bring it to as 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 long ago and, and as soon as I mean Ridley Scott just did a movie. I yeah. mean it's not that far away from now. Maybe it's been about two years or so. Mm-hmm. But the last duel. Oh. Did you see it? No. Okay. There is a whole fifteen minutes of just a, a, a sexual assault scene. Damn. Uh, and it's played back. I like, know. Like the, three times. And the the girl with the dragon tattoo, like, it was tough to read the book, mm-hmm. and especially that segment where she got raped. But, like, the way, um, it's like when, when they did it individually, it was still disturbing. Yeah. And the, the way this film handled it wasn't, as this it was disturbing but it wasn't that fucked up but it was still fucked up but it it was handled with with a type of decency a type of decency yes that's that's what you're trying to say i I got you it's weird weird that 
when I look back on this film before seeing it, I, I guess I I was kind of scared to see this film again, to be honest. I because it was it's a good film except for these scenes. I stopped, not because I didn't like it, but because I of of that feeling when I was watching it, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck, I don't like this." Like, yeah, it definitely it. it I mean, I I have, I am the only boy of six sisters. Yeah. I, do, I didn't like it, but yeah. I, I I mean, I mustered through it, right? Because one, we're supposed to be doing the, the, the review and I, and, and you understood why maybe you wanted yeah. to do this. You wouldn't have made me watch something that definitely made me uncomfortable. I know you. Yeah. Um, and it definitely, I knowing understanding. I know. I didn't know that Kate Bigelow did this movie. I, yeah. I, 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 I know. I think you had told me last I time. I mentioned it, but I didn't but, really go into too much detail. I just like, because we, you were leaving and I was like, you know, throwing stuff in there back yeah. and forth. But those scenes, like, again, like when I, before I saw this one again, I remember for some reason, I thought there was multiple rapes in this film. Which just kind of made me kind of never wanted to see it again, but it was just two. Well, yeah, it was two, but one of them was a a role play, which was kind of messed up. Yeah, it was very strange. It, uh, definitely done in the way of of them maybe thinking that Ray Fine's character was going to take off the the um headpiece before. Yeah. Um, they finished, I guess, or anything like that. It yeah. was very strange. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I feel like we need to talk about this, but at the same time, like we could move on. Yeah. But it definitely, it it's a big part of the movie. I mean, it's the whole reason why yeah. our heroes, per se, right, are even motivated to do something. Their friend is murdered, and 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 is 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 handled in a in a very difficult way even they say because well okay so the person that gets killed her name is iris yes and she's the one that gets sexually assaulted but um, it's weird because it's like he that was his friend but he was more worried about that happening to his ex yes so he was motivated not because of his friend died but because like shit this is gonna happen to my ex yes. so i gotta take it gotta rescue faith what i was trying to say was um even he admits that as a cop, yeah, they wouldn't have done anything. She's a hooker. Yeah. And this whole thing, the person that gets murdered and uh, sexually assaulted is a, a is a hooker. She that's her job. Yeah. Right? And the cops would have just taken it as well, this is just something that happens in this business, in this line, and it goes to the next part of this whole thing that you had mentioned, the, yeah. the racism and the, the the classism that is in Los Angeles, right? The the city yeah. of dreams and the city of angels. I know. Uh, and that's a great segue into this, you know, to the next, you know, the the, the issues of the themes of the film. Sorry, yes. the themes of the film. You know, the social, you know, the classism, the racism, and everything about it. Because, like, we chuckle here, but, like, you know, like, this was set, the, the, okay, the film was made in 1995, set in 1999. Yes. Yet, we are still going through that in 2023. Definitely, man. It's a very, it's fucking strong, man. I mean, we were watching this, and I was watching it with my girl, because she came, she, she, got, she got home around 5.30. Uh-huh. 
And it's definitely something where it was like, oh, this is deep. And this is, uh, this is, it's, it's something that hasn't gone away. I mean, for someone to watch this movie in 1995 and think about it, and it's like, well, the fucking civil rights had just happened. Yeah. Um, with, uh, we get a Martin Luther King or an, a, a Ma- Michael, Malcolm X character in this movie yeah. too and the and the la riots had just happened too right i think the yeah, LA riots the, happened in 94 in 92 the 92, riots happened in 92 and then that's um uh, that's where, where most of this movie gets its meat and potatoes yeah. from yeah it gets like yeah it gets those 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 you know those themes that are in the background that are part of the main story but are not fully ingrated yeah but they use the Excuse me. It's like the MacGuffin that moves yeah. the story forward. The same way that, you know, finding the disc that shows the cops killing the, the, the Jericho. Yeah. That was his name, right? Jericho? Uh, Jericho 1. Yeah, Jericho musician. 1. Like, you know, the, the MacGuffin of finding the disc with the proof, but also, like, the MacGuffin of the cops chasing them. Mm-hmm. And then just the, the whole system of it. It's pretty... It's... It's like... I don't want to say timeless. Wait, hold on. Wait, Winnie. You don't want do the want, water? Do you want some water? No, I got some, I sort of here. Oh, okay. Sorry. You kept like, like. <laughs> no, all right, you're good. Dude. Sorry. So sorry to interrupt you. you I, I forgot you had a couple. We're so into this conversation that you forgot to have a soda. I, it's just, it's just, you look thirsty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired of this kind of work. Well, I'm not that tired to have this conversation. But it's just amazing. Yeah. That. They're talking about themes that you would think would have simmered down by now, but oh, they haven't. Not. Yeah. They're still going on. And it's blows my mind away. Yeah. That it's still And this isn't the first movie to do this. I mean, Robocop, the first one yeah. was was littered in something like that. I, though in that sense, kind of like the cop was the one that was heroized and then kind of like not really because it ends up being that the cops are the bad guys. Yeah. In this whole thing, right? And Jesus Christ, man! I, I it, watching this was definitely heavy. It's a heavy movie. It man. is it, a heavy movie, dude. But like, it's it's so dark. Yeah, it, it literally is dark. But like, the ending does kind of give it a bit of a hope. Yeah, we're we're told that yeah. American audiences like a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just like you know, like it was just sort of hopeful. It's just like the you would think. That since this movie had like, had like towards the end, it's split in two. Mm-hmm. It's split with Mace trying to get the disc to yes. the commissioner, but also and then and, and they went with Lenny trying Lenny to Trump. go get um, Faith. You know, you would think in some films it, that those two plots wouldn't have split. It would have just like you know gone in one singular moment where everything gets revealed at at the you know at the end. But this one, Bigelow, or the writers decided to like just like you know separate these two elements. You know, I I think that's why I say it's it's really well balanced. Yeah, it's it's just something that was directed or uh, written in a way where it was like, and this is happening. And I'm not surprised, James Cameron, for as much as we like to talk shit about him, uh, (laughs) we do. I don't know. That was Christopher Nolan. I'm fucking around. They all look the same. Uh, Well, he did. I was thinking of Christopher Nolan. 
he did edit some things in this film, uh-huh. but he had to go uncredited oh, really? because of a of a union thing or something. I uh-huh. don't know. I read something like that, which totally didn't. Uh, I don't remember, uh-huh. but I know that that he was going to do it, but he was already attached to probably Titanic or I don't know. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't, I don't know what he did between Titanic and Terminator Two. Did he do? No, I think he did a uh, True Lies. Uh, makes sense. Did he do True? <laughs> I don't even I have no fucking know. idea. <laughs> Me neither. But moving on. Yes, moving on. Just uh, okay, moving on from the themes and stuff because like we'll probably get back into it later. But um, going back to Ray finds like the anti-hero, the sleaziness stuff. Uh, hey, wait a sec. Whoops. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, great gravy. Two millennia is a human evolution. That's the best idea you can come up with. Hey, listen, why do you get to report car? 200? 250? I'll pay you 350 right now. You got the cash? I no, I was going to write you a check if that's okay. I'm... See ya. Okay, okay. I, I totally respect that call. I mean, I, I, I would want cash. And we're back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ray finds I, 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 the okay. Lenny Nero. Yes. It's like... Had a such a cyberpunk name, the last name Nero. Yeah, it's yeah. Wow, I just <laughs> it's it, yeah. it kind of wow. fits the, the the whole thing of the film. Well, it you know like neat like you know neo noir, you know cyber thriller, neo thriller, whatever neo tech, especially with the whole squick that technology. My God, imagine if that technology was existed. To this day, that's another thing. Uh, that was a great line um, when Mace was kind of like, um, you know, the whole speech about that memories are are meant to be fading. That you know, yeah. you're setting people's experience. Like, definitely. This is your life, right here, right now. It's real time. You hear me? Real time. Time to get real, not playback. You understand? She doesn't love you anymore. Maybe she did once, I don't know, but she doesn't now. These are used emotions. It's time to trade them in. Memories were meant to fade, Lenny. They're designed that way for a reason. It's a whole, you know, again, like, you got to live in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to say, and it, it kind of makes sense, because, like, I know, um, okay, because, like, you know, like, uh, when you, some people, most people, when they go to concerts, they want to record it on their cell phone or take so many pictures. Yeah. It's like, and you end up not actually enjoying. Yeah, and they're not actually the enjoying thing. But like, it's like, and you know, artists will say, like, you know, like, why do you, why do you want to enjoy it later when you can enjoy it now? Like, yeah, you know, this is why. Definitely. So it's like very, and I always have that struggle. Me personally, I always have the struggle with like putting my phone down so I can enjoy this. But it's just like, you know, I want to capture this moment, but like, you know, like just do moments have to be captured or can, can we just let them go? That's the point, you know? Yeah. And that was Lenny's whole arc. You know, it's like him just trying to, he couldn't let go of the past. Yeah. And he wanted to be that, that, that he said, because of a promise, because of a promise that he told Faith that he would protect her. It's not that he loves her a lot. It's just that he promised himself that he protect her, and you know he's getting like fucked over all the time. 
by her. No, he just didn't want to let go. Like, you know, we, we all kind of been there, especially me, all the time. But it's hard to let go, <laughs> especially of a promise. But he's just, just reliving that thing. I mean, like, what did you think of him? Uh, he he definitely, uh, besides thinking, oh, wow, look at Voldemort. Because uh, <laughs> that's all I can see when it comes to Ray Fiennes. Um, oh, nah, man, he, I mean, shit, he, he, he felt, uh, fuck, I, I, I feel like if this movie was done now, Angela Bassett would have been the fucking main character. She would have. Just because she was way better at, at, at this movie. But I felt like the way that Ray finds this or the way that the, the, he was directed to do this character was very much a, a lovesick puppy. Yes. Of, of just bro get the fuck over it but but it wasn't hitting you over the head like you didn't feel i will i will watch movies where a character hasn't gotten over like an ex-girlfriend yeah and i don't give a fuck about them and i they almost feel annoying to me and and ray fine's character wasn't like that It, it, it he was very much played in a way where it was like Okay, yeah, this is someone who's worried about an old friend or or, or an ex girlfriend of his, and and we've all been there yeah. it, where it was just like, well, fuck, dude, like, well, what do you mean something happened to them? And it's just like, god damn it, now I need to find out. Yeah, but it, it the, yeah, the moral of the story is get the fuck over it. <laughs> yeah, and Mace Angela Bassett, like, if this film was made now, she would have been a her role would have been more. They would have given her more screen time, but again, and it's it's usually um. There was a theme about this, you know, about like the, uh, the 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 white people were all bad or stupid or lovesick, or like you know, but the black people were the were the white were the, were the heroes and the and wiser in this film. See that and and Angela Bassett, you know. She was a fucking badass. She was man. badass, and she was such a realist. Yeah, you know, because even the um, even Jericho before he died, you know, when they would show like the videos of his clip stuff, mm-hmm. he was speaking, you know, in words of wisdom, you know, like you know, basically saying the truth, like you know, wanting to have people to think. Yeah. And Mace was that character too, for you know, with that speech about you know living in the now, or you know, like I gotta, you know, like you're peddling shit. You're living in a fantasy world, but I'm here trying to, you know, provide for my family, my kid, and I'm not going to let, you know, you ruin that. Yeah. Although. He did. Kind of just like him. She does kind of like, but again, like. She still lives in the in the past, but it, it's a difference of you can live in the past and you can remember the things that happened to you. Yeah. But, but when, when, it, when you let it become your only like personality yes or when you let this one thing just rule you completely that that's when it becomes a bad thing yeah like, exactly and that's what you know like he was just like you know addicted to his own past yeah and just you know just like you know wasting away wasting his potential well like she knew her potential but like you know she didn't let it control her you know so i i wonder if 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 the memory thing was almost kind of like a a a a cop in for like the crack epidemic yeah for for the for the african-american community or not just the african-american community for a lot of people in color i mean and and 
Um, yeah. It was definitely something that destroyed a lot of our communities in yes. not just African Americans, but Hispanics and Asians and yeah, a lot of us were completely destroyed in in, in the fact that where the dopamines that you get from certain drugs yes allow you to be happy in a world where you might not feel that way yeah and and it's 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 sad because this is a real fucked up situation a lot of people have and and it it you see that with this movie it, it, yeah it, it, even if it's just a surrogate for another drug right it, yeah. it it's the living chasing that feeling that you had one day when you were 20 for god's sakes or yeah. 19 and now you can never get it back because all of these things are just empty fucking feelings that you're never going to like feel again. Yeah, I totally get that. Except, and this is like the the one scene where Lenny did show a little bit of empathy and compassion. When he gave that guy with the, that guy in the wheelchair, when he gave him that video of running in the water. That was a nice gift. Yeah, you definitely. Can, and you know, because like you know, like he, you know, he, they're friends. He was joking, hey, they haven't grown back yet. But you know, he gave him that gift, you know, of the yeah, of running in the water. So I mean, there's there's good drug dealers out there, right? No. Yeah, <laughs> like some definitely. I, I, I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a difficult topic, good drug man. Dealers, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult topic, man. I, I he he always kind of felt like the quirky guy. Even when he was it threatened to be killed or kind of stuff like that, he was still dressing really, really good. Yeah. He was checking his, like, that moment of, well, fuck, this tie doesn't go good with my blue shirt. And it was yeah. kind of like that levity of, of like, well, okay, cool. <laughs> you got me? I get you, dude. Because, like, when... um. When he was going to get punched by that football player, he thought, like, hey, like, you know, you're like, yes, yes. Man, what happened was, you know, I'm like, oh, sorry, man. Like, oh, it's just not the face. Oh, man. Like, you know, you might see him as Voldemort, but I'm always going to see Ray Fiennes as Lenny. I just, I guess, because, like, I haven't seen, you no, know, I've seen other films with Ray Fiennes, but not enough. Made for Manhattan? Yeah. I haven't yep. seen that one. No? Okay, fine. Um, Bur- uh, in Burge with Colin Farrell. Never heard of it. Um, keep in- talking. I the like English what, I patient. Like, I like I like doing this stuff uh, where where you just say names and I have no idea what the fuck you're talking. Okay, about. okay, I'm gonna yeah, go, 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 go. Just, hold on, hold on. Just throw weird words at me. Okay, so let's see. Schindler's List. I have never watched it. Okay, I know about it though. He was Alfred in the Lego Batman. What the fuck? I have no idea. What? You have to have seen I've Lego never Batman. watched Lego Batman. He was M in- Inspector. Mm, yeah. Nope. The Hogwarts Express. Skyfall. Sh- sure. Short Expectations. Sure. Yeah, something called Harry Potter. I saw him in Voldemort. Yep. The Hurt Locker. The Duchess. Never watched Hurt Locker. Um, or the Duchess. Land of the Blind. Nope. The Curse of the Were Rabbit. Nope. The Constant Gardener. Nope. I see now. I feel like you're just fucking making shit up. No, I'm not. Red Dragon. I've seen Red Dragon. I'll give you that one. He was the Red Dragon. 
Was the, that the no? That's uh, that was a severe cut. No, I I understand. I understand. But he's the one with the tattoo in the back, right? Yeah. Okay. That's he's the one that falls in love with the blind girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. uh there's just so much. All right. Okay. That's enough of that. Uh, okay. So, let's go back to Juliet Lewis. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> the, oh, the redhead. That was actually her singing. Really? What did you think of her singing? She looks like she smells like pee. <laughs> oh God. I'm sure she's a great lady. <laughs> she was definitely the worst one out of all of them. She, she she's in a she starred her own band called Juliet Lewis and the Licks. Okay. It's sure. like an inspiration. She's like you know, she's after being inspired from you know other from this film, but also from um you know Joan Jett and other female artists, she's like went on her own and she's doing the band stuff. But she's more known for more famous for um Natural Born Killers and from Dust Till Dawn. She's currently in Yellow Jackets. Two, two movies that I have never watched, but continue. Okay, we're gonna have to see from Dust Till Dawn really? sometime right. this year. She was also in Ma. I've never watched that movie. She was in My Name is Earl. Can't relate. Gem and the Holograms. Can't relate. Cape Fear. Nope. Hick. Nope. The Switch. Nope. Whip It. Nope. With Elliot Page. Nope. I like that you used, you know, his... his Starsky and Hutch. His name. Uh, nope. NF. Nope. The Way of the Gun. Nope. Uh, the Way of the Gun's pretty cool. That's with Benicio Del Toro and Ryan but, Philippi. Uh-huh. Uh, can you say that again? The Way of the Gun. No, no, no. no. Benicio Del Toro's name? Benicio, Benicio Del Toro. Uh-huh. Did yeah. I say it right or what? No. God damn. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now let's get to Tom Sizemore. Uh, you, might, you might remember him. He was in Dreamcatcher. He was like the good general. Mm-hmm. Why I, did you say that he was uh, uh, I, wrongly casted in this movie? They he said he looks was like cast- a douchebag. Okay, yeah, he does look like. A, honestly, I thought this was a uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, but it wasn't. What? I, I the the long hair. How the long hair? The long hair made me think it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. They don't look anything alike. What the long hair? I thought it was because of the long hair. Philip, but then, he has a bob for like most of his career, not. Not a fucking trashy-ass white, like... Pasty. Pasty-ass fucking <laughs> wig. Okay. Which, by the way, it looked like a wig the entire time. I did not remember it being a wig. I thought it was his actual hair. It came out in Ryan Saving's Privates. <laughs> it's like... It's like he was like... He's like... It's like when he was preparing for this role, uh-huh. he saw a picture of Meatloaf, and he was like... I could do yeah, that. That's yeah. it. If you said he looked like Meatloaf, I'd give you that one. Rest in peace, Meatloaf, by the way. But still. Um, oh, he died? Dude, he died last year. When? Um, I'm not fucking around. No, I didn't January, know Meatloaf Jan- died. January 20th. I didn't know Meatloaf died. I'm, yeah, I'm man. So R.I.P. Meatloaf down. Yeah, I know, man. I didn't know he was but sick. I will do for love. All right, that's all. That's it. That's it. Because then we have to pay. I run right into Helen. Stop back. it! They're gonna charge us. Okay, we have to pay royalties. Take the love song out of Shut my the mouth. fuck up! 
I've never okay. heard meatloaf besides that one. Like, oh that. my fucking god! I have to give you. I have to make you uh, what a playlist. Part of I was born of in the late nineties. You not got. Dude, Meatloaf has been around since the 70s. I've never heard of Meatloaf. I'm going to send you a playlist. The only reason I know who Meatloaf is is because he came out in Tenacious D's. Oh, yeah. To pick a destiny. But also, oh, dude, he's been in so many great films. He's not only a singer. He was an actor. Being a black dog, Formula 51. Never heard of him. He was was the, uh, what's it called? Fight Club, the guy with the big tits. Never heard Uh, of him. You never seen Fight Club? Okay, no. that's gonna be on the list. Okay. Um, I've, I've, again, no, I haven't seen a lot of movies. Okay, was well, I'm gonna make you see lots of them. That's a lot. For, for, as long as you're the host of this show, you're gonna see the a lot of films that you never seen. Yes. And some. <laughs> I just know Fight Club has like Brad Pitt in it, right? And Jared Leto. And Jared Hill. And okay. Edward Norton. Yeah. Uh, and Hannah Bottom Cotter. I, I like her. She's yeah, cool. we do. She was in Harry Potter films. I know. That's why I like her. Yeah. That's she, how I know who Ray Fiennes is. And she was also um, married to Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. They have a son. And she was also like one of the frequent co-stars for Johnny Depp. Yes, I know. Okay. Well, so I didn't know if you know. Um, oh, bitch. And now I know it's half the battle. But um, and, and knowing is half the battle. And I said, I freaked out when you had a wig. If you're going to quote G.I. Do- Joe's, do it correctly. Okay, G.A. Jose. Uh, oh, ass. <laughs> but Tom Sizemore, I told him, I told him, I did not, I knew it was going to be a wig, but I didn't think, I thought it was just like a wig, you know, for him in the movie. I didn't know he was actually wearing a wig to hide his. It, lo- it didn't look natural. Okay, yeah, I know it didn't look natural. I just didn't think it was an actual wig wig he was using in the film. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was using a wig for the film because his character had the, it was, you know, had long hair. Uh-huh. But now it shows that, like, oh, like, you know, his character was bald. He was just, so you could hide that little squib thing. Yes. It was just. <laughs> it wasn't surprising. I, I if if anything, if, if anything kills this movie for me, besides, you know, the whole beginning. Uh,. <laughs> was i totally saw that it was gonna be max or what that was the was the murderer i i I, I saw that shit coming from a mile away i i didn't know when i first saw it i didn't think it was gonna be him really yeah why i just didn't expect it i thought it was gonna i thought it was michael wincock the 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 guy whoa language (laughs) no that's that was the faith's um new boyfriend's name that's his real name, Michael Wincock. Whoa. <laughs> he's Michael? A, yeah. Disgusting. He is a great dude. He's like sadly he gets typecast in like as villains. But or, or like, you know, as like the he rarely gets cast as the as no, actually no, he was kind of cast as sort of a good guy in Alien Resurrection, but he dies right away. <laughs> but um it was so cool because he was just in uh, last year's Nope. Yeah, he came out of Nope. That was so cool to see him there. I'm like, yeah. hey, Michael. It's like, he's still working. He's a great actor, man. Wind penis. Wind. <laughs> that was the statement before he became Wincock. <laughs> it's like, bud, you gotta you gotta change it. It's Wincott, by the way, not Caught. cock. Well, Wincott. Okay, I'm sorry. So he used to. Oh, and he was like the the. He was the bad guy from Crow, yes. No, he was also the king, the sheriff's cousin and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. 
You know what's a cool thing about that film? Yeah. Is that like unlike other Robin Hoods, he didn't speak with an English accent. What accent did he speak? US. <laughs> well that's stupid. <laughs> but um okay, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you say this is kind of a found footage film? Uh, sure, I'll give you that one. Because they are like... The technology, the way that they were to... There was very few um, point of view shots to this film. Well, there was a lot. But just the fact that... Or POV as a kid yeah, POV. saying it. Yeah, that's what the kids say. But it's pretty awesome how they did it with the with the tech, with the way technology was at that time in 1995, the way that they were able to do those POV shots that did you read but did you read that, that they had to prepare all those POV shots a year before they actually had the the, the filming began? No. Yeah. No, I don't know. Wouldn't you like be easier to just put like a guy on top of another guy <laughs> with the camera? <laughs> like, how is that such a brain teaser? The technology was different, man. I, I'd get up right now and I'd I'd show it to people, but we don't have a video <laughs> recording of this. So just imagine me getting. I'm not gonna stand up, <laughs> but um, here I'll do, I'll do the. <laughs> All right, I'm getting up. I'm behind Jesse. <laughs> With a camera, and that took a year before the recording. It was maybe like twenty minutes tops. No, they just owed the mafia money and had to pay them somehow. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I take a sip of my soda. <laughs> but did you think those scenes were good? They were. Sh- no, <laughs> those scenes are the reason I didn't want to keep watching the movie. Well, except, Some of them, except for those the, two bad yes, scenes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, but what about no, the uh, the first the the beginning of the film was shot in four different locations and it was edited into one to make it seem like it was one location. <laughs> that just fucking that's just a waste of money. <laughs> Kate, baby, what you doing? <laughs> Tell your cinematographer to stop being pretentious. So, what was your favorite film? What was my What's my favorite film? I mean, what was uh, your favorite uh, part? My favorite film <laughs> is uh, 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 El Santo y el Blue Demon contra las Momias de Guanajuato. So, Santo and the White Demon? No, uh, the Blue Demon. The the Saint? Yeah, the Saint. The Blue Demon. Versus the uh, mummies of Guanajuato. Oh, okay. I know that. So, <laughs> as I was saying, what was your favorite part and why was it the samurai with the underwear? Oh, shut dog? the fuck up. <laughs> I will leave. <laughs> what the fuck did you even say? I didn't even let you finish. Why was it the samurai with the underwear? And there the was fishing? a samurai? The- <laughs> when? That's gonna be the writing joke. Stop doing drugs. <laughs> um, where the when the fuck was there a samurai in the last movie? 
Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had completely forgot about that. Um, You know, I'm not even going to answer your question. Keep, move on. What was your least favorite part? Shut up. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> what would you rate this film? <laughs> uh um 8.5 8.5 yeah okay i'm gonna why i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this mic at you well why would you give it an 8.5 that's a good movie good movie okay that's a good movie it's just a little traumatizing okay yeah i'm gonna give it um a 7.5 a heads up would have been nice i said oh yeah party with you that is true. I should have given you a disclaimer. I should. I gave. The, I gave our audience a warning. I should have given you a warning. I apologize <laughs> I for that. I know that's fine. I'll pay for your therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I love this film. Um, it was disturbing. Um, it had a lot of themes that were very um still relevant to this time. Mm-hmm. Um, even though 1999 has come and gone, um. This film still works for me. Um, I just can't give it anything higher than a seven point five because you know of those, of those t- you know because of the rape scene, you know like. Uh, but it's a good film. It's um, it's a good film to see at least once because once is what it will traumatize you with. But it's a great film, and you know it's you know Catherine Bigelow, wow, like great actors. Great performances, great I, story. I still stand by the fact that the redhead was probably the worst one out of out of all of them. I liked her. <laughs> That's my response. <laughs> all right. So that being said, do you have any recommendations? Um, I don't watch any TV. Okay. Um, I. You know what? I'll give you this one. Me and my wife have been watching Tiny House Hunters. Oh. Yes, or that couple. Um, it's on Hulu, uh-huh. and it's and it's about a bunch of white rich people, of um, uh, wanting to downsize their big houses into a tiny house, and they're hunting for it. And it's always like, uh, this middle school teacher and uh, the vice president of blah 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 blah, blah have. to find a tiny home and I'm over here like what? (laughs) What? You want a tiny home go live with your family. That's that's half a mil. Give that to me. (laughs) I want to buy a house. Motherfucker. Can I can I go stay with you if you buy a house? No. Damn it. Okay. If you keep bringing up the samurai, <laughs> you can sleep outside. I'll make you a tiny house. <laughs> it's a dog house. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fucking disturbing, but let's like it's always these fucking like it's it's always these fucking white people being like, oh, it's because I'm part of a big city and it's too loud. So I need to get away to Oregon where there's snow and bears. And it's like, bitch, what? <laughs> yeah. Now that you mentioned Oregon, you know, I'm going to recommend um, Portlandia. That's a good show. Yeah, with uh, Carrie Brownstone and um, 
uh, Fred Astaire. I've heard he's not that good of a guy. Wow. Fred Armisen, by the way, Fred is what Armisen, you meant. Yeah, I've heard he's not that good of a guy. Yeah, I, he I, doesn't look well. Just by the way he looks, doesn't look like a that no, good of a guy. Rumor. Don't actually know. Don't don't sue us. But yeah, 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 someone Paola told me that he wasn't that good of a guy. She met him. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Wow. No, I don't Shout think she's actually Paola. met him. Um, okay, I gotta bring this up. Uh-huh. I finished seeing Leonard Kenny. Uh huh. And the last episode was kind of a downer. What was the last episode again? Where he fights that Dugan and his crew. Oh, the the dirt bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. It kind of, uh, it just felt very down. I don't know. It just, it just, it just, it wasn't really a cliffhanger ending or anything. It was just kind of like it was somber, bittersweet. It ending. also felt like this. How many episodes? It was like seven per season. Is there regularly? It's always been like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, right? twelve or thirteen. And then they always put like a like a seasonal. Yeah. They stopped doing that like. Three, two, three seasons back, right? Well, no, there was like a Christmas episode every now and then. And yeah. Then last year they had like the International Woman Day. There you go. But uh, maybe they'll have another one this year. Uh, but it just kind of somber. Yeah, I mean, it definitely felt like, like, what's like, oh, he was trying, I guess, but like, you know, Cheetah can't change his stripes. Yeah. His spots, sorry. Yeah. No, you gotta write stripes. No, no, no. Tiger has stripes, and Cheetah has spots. Yeah, but I was going to tell the audience to, you know, send any messages saying you were wrong. Shut up. <laughs> so, um, I recommend... Wait, did I really recommend something? Yeah, you, you, rec- you recommended Larry. Portland, yeah, yes, okay. Um, Portland, yeah. And then, I said, and then I said Fred Astaire is not uh, that good of a guy. Yeah, you did. And did we say Alexa? Cause my shut up. <laughs> so, um... Sorry. That's okay. I'll show it up right now. So, okay, well, so I wasn't sh- talking to you. I was talking to Alexa. Wait, did Kaya Ocho support the... The the communist movement? Yes. No, not aside from that. Did they, did, are they part of the celebration <laughs> of the for Nazi- the fire- fireworks? Because <laughs> when I was hearing the radio, they were talking about like the Washington's birthday fireworks. And then I heard like, sponsored by Kaya Ocho. And what? there's a different Kaya Ocho. Shut the fuck up. I don't know. That's hilarious. Maybe it's a different... Um, he probably paid for it. There's probably something else out there called Kaya Ocho. Nah, he probably paid for it. Probably. Well, either uh, him or his, co- um, his uh, co-owner. That's hilarious. I'll, I'll ask him about it. Yeah, he should. I didn't fucking know about that. He he works for IBC. Oh. I probably shouldn't say that. I'll just mute it out. <laughs> he works for me. Oh, wow, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ask him for a job. <laughs> yeah, he works for a, uh, a local company. Um, here in Laredo, so they probably got him the the connect. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> Shut up. Just hit it out. Damn it! There's another plane. There's a plane. <laughs> Can you guys hear it? We're we're already we're already towards the end of it, so we don't have to cut it. Nah, we won't have to cut it. Well, okay. So, um, go ahead and shop local here in Laredo, Texas at yes, Infinity please. Apparel Collectibles. Definitely. Find um, find action figures, uh, horror related. Spot- Dragon Ball Z, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, Funko Pops, and a lot of fun stuff. And as always, if you think your Charizard can take on somebody's Digimon, go join them on Thursday's tournament. Fucking nerd. 
Okay, I'm fine. Kidding, if, you think, if, you think, if you think your elf can take on somebody's oh Yu-Gi-Oh, fucking god, go join them on Thursday's tournaments at Calle Ocho. Is that when they're doing tournaments? I do, don't know. I'm just making this do you even fucking know when they do tournaments? I, I, ha- I haven't even asked that. He's not my best friend. So he's <laughs> your best friend. <laughs> Uh, I'm very uninvolved in people's lives. It's fine. Fine, fine, fine. So, if you think your um, Nazi oh, soldier can take on your Christ. their Pikachu, go ahead. Go on to Kaya Ocho, located on something something Garfield, next to the Old Mercy Hospital. <laughs> go visit Kaya Ocho, one thousand three Garfield Lane, next to the Old Mercy Hospital. And see if your Jason can take on somebody's Charizard. <laughs> I hate you. What, dude? It's a, I'm sorry, dude, if I don't understand this whole Chainsaw Man again. Shut the fuck oh, up. <laughs> of, of Raichu. Chainsaw Man is an anime. Okay, well, if someone's Tokyo Goomba. <laughs> I'm going to take my fucking <laughs> headphones off already. Good night, guys. You have a good one. Okay, good night, people. Fucking nerd. (laughs)